Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. That's us. Hi, 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 hi. Okay. Um, this is Cinnabuds. I'm 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about the movie Knives Out. I'm Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family have gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it, by the way? The party? Pre-my dad's death? Oh, it was great. Knives Out is the new Who Done It from director Ryan Johnson. He's directed several things before, including a Star Wars movie. So if yeah. you've directed a Star Wars movie, you've made it. So you, he's why why would you do anything else? Renowned director. It has a huge cast, including Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Tony Collette. Do we say Don Johnson? Don Johnson. Don Johnson's back in a big way. Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's the best. Um, so huge cast, huge director, uh, big questioning who done it. Okay, Polly. Uh, can you give me another? You want to give it like a little bit more of a specific plot rundown? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a family, rich family. The father is a very wealthy and well-known mystery writer. Yes. They all gather at Great. the house. Uh uh, which is the classic gathering at the house. It's a big old estate. Black sheep house. of the family, in-laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he ends up dead. And uh, <gasps> one particular detective thinks it is foul play. Parent suicide uh, by knife. But we think maybe not. And it's great because he's a mystery writer. Yeah. And so it fits into the genre. And then he has this big mysterious death right. on top of it. Okay, Polly, what did you think? That was great. It was great. Yeah, it was really, really entertaining. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was the definition of a fun time yeah. at the movies. It was twisting. It yeah. was turning. It had odds. It had ends. Yeah, it had some it, good uh, humorous moments, uh, and the characters were all like as as uh, one-dimensional as they need to be for that. Yeah. Not all of them are. But some of them, like in this kind of movie, like oh, this is the this is the crackpot, this is the stingy one, this is you know, etc., which is perfect for that genre, and uh, yeah, it's nice to see kind of a traditional whodunit, but also contemporary, done in a very contemporary way. Yeah, I thought that it had so many twists and turns, yeah, and it was just. It was so it was so entertaining. Yeah, it was just so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to be there. Every single time they revealed something else, which is like every 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was just it was so interesting. Yeah. It was there was so much happening and uh, uh it it all happened in a really fun way. Yeah. It was just it was so much fun. It was just so it was so enjoying. Yeah. You know, to to watch. It was so yeah. I liked it a lot, right. and I think Daniel Craig, a lot of people have been giving him crap about his accent. I thought oh he did a great job. Oh, my God. He did a great job. I was like, that's a good Southern accent. Very genteel Southern uh, detective. I thought he nailed it. We're going to talk more about that when we come back. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay 
Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at AssociatedBank.com slash MKEFilm. Member FDIC. Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining, and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. All right, we are back talking about Knives Out. Yeah. Knives Out, Thighs Out. Knives Out, Thighs Out. Let's talk about Daniel Craig. Yeah. I think that, um, like, he has he has this, like, Basset Hound Southern drawl, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. It's slow and syrupy. And uh, I, I think for me, when he, you know, speaks for the first time, you're so used to hearing Daniel Craig's yeah. proper British accent. And he's so known for that. Yeah, and he's very usually very stone-faced. Yeah, that it is, it throws you off. It, yeah. it really throws you for a loop, but in a way that I felt like it was, it's meant to. Yeah. It's meant to be a little alarming. Yeah. It's nice because they put somebody who you wouldn't expect in this character, perhaps, and that makes it adds to the fun of it. Uh, I think his accent was good. I, I keep hearing. I mean, there are moments where I'm like, I can see how someone would and, interpret that as a British person doing a. And I, I honestly thought it was really, really good. I don't think it has to be good. Yeah, that's you true know. Too. I think that one of the like really nice parts about this Especially movie, this kind of movie, yeah, was that it like it fit. It is. It 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 one hundred percent. It is a whodunit. Yeah, you know, it is a large family in a house. One of them was murdered. They try to figure out who it is, and it's aware of that. The and characters it, it, are supposed to be a bit bigger. The characters are, and and I. It was one of the things that I really loved about it was that it, it's a movie where things are a little cartoonish. Yeah, and they at times they like they lean into that the whole time they're interviewing these the people in the family and yeah. they are doing it in front of this like oh, yeah, sculpture yeah, yeah. of knives yeah there's this like this backdrop of of knives kind of like the game of thrones yeah uh, throne yeah <laughs> the titular throne uh but it's like this circle it's because i guess the as a murder uh, mystery writer knives sure. feature in each one of his uh stories so they have a collection of knives which makes sense. And that was, it was so like funny and on the nose, but yeah. not in a way that was yeah. like, you're rolling your eyes at it in a way that like really made it fit. So yeah. I felt like Daniel Craig, if his accent isn't like, yeah, it, dead on, it's a little more, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. And deputy I, dog. I, it's a little deputy dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. With that. I wanted it to be fun because he's yeah. playing a character yeah. in this movie that is, it's not about it's reality at all. Chris Evans, who I normally have zero opinion about, he's just there and he's fine. He was really good. He played a real jerk, little spoiled kid, and you and you, he did you, it great because he yeah. is a little. He really pulls off the little <laughs> he jerk. Does yeah, you know? but he's funny. His his scenes were like you're a jerk, but that's pretty funny. Um, Don Johnson, who I just saw, is he's also in the new Watchmen series, or he at least he, he was in the oh. first episode. Um, I was like, wow, Don Johnson's back. And I was with uh, my girlfriend, and she goes, "He is holding up really well. Uh huh. He's like good. He's still really good looking. Uh huh. Let's talk about Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Because I was watching him. I was like, I think that he is my favorite actor in movies right now. Really? Yeah. 
it's just like every role that he is in. Yeah. He is I think that like what he is doing as an actor, there are actors that like fit into the role and uh, um like they, you know, they 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 fall they fall into it. They they like lose themselves in yeah. the character. He as an actor, I don't think that he really does that. He brings himself to every oh, role. Yeah. I and I think that that's what I I really like about it is that like Stanfield as an actor is understated. Mm-hmm. He he's really seems like tired a lot. He seems tired. <laughs> well, he, he's got a tired draw to the way he talks. And he Sleepy. he's really he's really like present yeah. in everything that he says. It never seems like he is delivering a line. Right. It really like every single line that he gives in any movie that he is in seems like it's really coming from him. And I cannot get enough of him. I agree. I like him very much. Sorry to bother you. One of my favorite movies. So of the year. good. Uh, and I just finally got into Atlanta. Uh, and he. That was where. Like, that was like for me. I'm it was so like far wow. Behind who is this dude? On seeing it, I finally saw it, and I was like, he's hilarious. And you're right. He's a similar version of that character. Though the only problem I had in this movie is they didn't use him. Enough. They didn't use him enough. They they for sure did not use like, him enough. They they and they could have used him much cast more. I wish they like Keith Stanfield in a part in this movie. You'd think you would use him more or better. Like that that role could have been anybody, but he did. Yeah, with the limited limited time he had in there, he did great. Yeah, yeah. It was very funny. I loved that the deputy was like super into. He was like a super fan of the of the writer, so he kept <sighs> chiming in and like just shut, 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 shut. Like that let, was let, let so funny. He's really good. It had like all of these bits that added to it. It had like one of the main characters is Ana de Armas. And, she's so good. Yeah, she's and really good. she was so good, and like her character in it can't lie without throwing up <laughs> which is a really, which is so cartoonish yeah, very funny and it is so like it's so functional to what this story is which is like you have a bunch of people and then you have like the truth serum you know like you have someone yeah. who you know is telling the truth yeah. and it really like it's it's something that would never happen yeah. it's it's so outside of the bounds of reality <laughs> but it fits so perfectly in this movie because yeah. it's not about they you use know, it in a very fun real. interesting they use way it, and yeah the the great thing about these murder whodunits and murder mysteries is i assume they have to like work backwards like this is what happened right let's how do we disguise it because once they start to reveal like oh and they went here now using this entrance they went that you know I'm always amazed by the intricacies and how, oh, you would have to do that to get away with that. And this, oh, they would see that. So how do we get rid of that? It's so intricate and really intelligent, even though they put a face of like a kind of a goofy, like fun face on it. It's really complicated how some of these are pulled off in like the really good ones. Yeah. Like they have the Agatha Christie ones and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very, it's really, really, it's like a Sherlock Holmes. It's another thing. Like, For oh, sure. Oh, yeah, he, he figured it out by doing this. It uh, makes me feel stupid. And that's why I don't like this movie and you shouldn't see it. <laughs> it makes me feel stupid. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, one, well, like another thing that I loved about it was... Um, the sets. It takes place in this huge house. Oh, the house is so the good. The study. Yeah, I don't, oh, want, to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my God. 
It's another he, reason it made me mad. He writes in this study, and it's just so full of books and fur yeah. and red, and it's like it's small, small. and cozy. Yeah, yeah. Yet it's like it's uh, it's it's like it's busy, but also it's perfect. Yeah, I whispered to Nicole. I was like, I I want that room. Yeah, just that room. I mean, the house is amazing. She said, dream house, mm-hmm. and I said that room alone. The, the it's got a triangle. It's like in the attic, so it's got it's this kind of leaning ceiling, and the bookshelves are built in, and they're kind of spilling over. It's so uh, they call it book porn, and I'm into it. Yeah, um, <laughs> no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. Uh, but I loved it, and I love the tradition of these movies. So yeah, it's great. About, if you like this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie is just so good for if you like this, then yeah. you should watch this, and you're the expert on this. So well, I, there's a bunch of movies that. Uh, one one thing, Ryan Johnson, uh, before he started doing Star Wars, did a movie called Brick. And yeah. Br- yeah, Brick had Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, uh, Paul Dano, I believe, is in it. And it is yes. so great because it is a film noir with the same kind of patter of a film noir. Totally. But set in an American high school. Yeah. W- you know, in color, but they have that patter. It's a very unnatural language for these kids to have, which makes the film so entertaining. Um, is which is great. It kind of... Kind of relates to Knives Out in that really clever dialogue and an impressive uh, plot plot devices and whatnot. I would recommend Brick. Uh, definitely got to see the classic mystery. Uh, mur- sorry, Murder on the Orient Express. I would say the original, nineteen seventy four, the year of my birth. Not that. Uh, not the remake. Not the remake. It was okay. It was fine. It was entertaining, but of course, see Clue. Clue, they, they, yeah, yeah, Clue yeah. is name dropped in this movie, I think. Was right? it really? Don't they say it's like a Clue-like oh, house yeah, yeah, or something like that? Right, yeah. And it's like, uh, it's the tiniest wink. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I mean, Clue. Clue, you got to see. There's also a kind of obscure comedy from the I say late seventies or early eighties called uh, Murder by Death, and it's a spoof of these kinds of movies. Oh, yeah. uh, everyone collected in the house. Is a spoof of a different famous detective. So instead of oh, Sam fun. Spade, it's Sam Diamond, etc. Uh, I will say, uh, socially speaking, there's some problematic parts in it. I'm sure, different era, etc. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Peter Sellers is in it. Uh, I love Peter Sellers so uh, hard. Truman Capote plays the uh, villain, the mastermind. It's really, really entertaining. It's very much like if you like Clue, you will you will probably like Murder by Death yeah. too. It's silly and fun. This is great. I would love to watch Knives Out again. There are very few movies where I'm like, I would go back to the theater yeah. and, you know, pay $13 again to see that. What what movie have you seen in the theater the most, do you think? In the theater? What movie have you the, gone back? Have I, like, gone back? God, I don't know. I don't remember the last time that I was like, I need to see that oh, in the yeah. theater again. Have you seen it? I saw Hedwig and the Angry Inch five oh, times in the my movie theater. God. Yes. That one's so, so much fun. And then I also strangely saw The Pillow Book, which is like Peter Greenaway movie. It's very it's got Ewan McGregor, super orty. But I think mm. I saw that like three times in the theater. Um, I would see Roma again in the theater. Oh this is this is like your McGruber. It's my McGruber. Also Mandy, I would have seen in the theater. Yeah. It, had it been in the theater for more than a freaking week. Yeah, yeah. You know? We should do a screening of Mandy. Yeah, Mandy would be really fun. I want to do. Mandy is hard. I, I I liked Mandy. I think Mandy would be hard to watch three times. A would second it? viewing would be really good. If but. we did it like <laughs> as our thing. Yeah. Okay. I want to do what else we're watching this week too. Oh yeah. We're watching other movies sometimes. What do you think? Right. Um I also I saw 
in in the just like we're in the we're in the movie season, so I'm trying to see like all the movies that we can. I saw. I thought that the King would be like up for some awards or something like that. Yeah, it's um, it's got Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Did you did you see it? The King? I did not. I thought that you did see it. No, we were gonna talk about it and then we changed gears and so I was like, eh. And then I watched it and it wasn't that great. Yeah. It was like it was so. It's like I love movies that have swords. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is that a Netflix that have genre? Kings, you know, that if like. You like movies with swords. <laughs> that are like. like. Um, uh, and uh, I thought that that movie was going to be great, but it was just. It was like one thing happened. It was like, oh, yeah. okay, this thing is going to happen. And then it did the thing. And then it was like, okay, it's over. What? Yeah. It just like it had kind of like one plot point. And then I saw Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. which I did not care for. Did not care for? No. I thought Ford versus Ferrari was. It was like one. It was Ford versus Ford. Yeah, Ferrari oh. is like not in the movie at all. I mean, oh, weird. Like, uh, like they kind of allude that this is a competition between each other, but yeah. it is very much about Ford versus uh, the people that he's in charge of, and yeah. then the driver, and then the like this crew. It's all Ford, and then it's like got this. The main character is. Uh, asshole genius who has license to be an asshole because he is a genius. Was that? Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian typecasting. Bale. And I was just like... <laughs> He's typecasting. That's he's an Like, are you genius. a genius if you are miserable to everyone around you and hated by everyone? I will say almost exclusively geniuses seem to be assholes and miserable to everyone around you. Maybe. <laughs> I just felt like... I feel like it's a requirement. Seemingly. Yeah. Um, it was just a pissing match on top of a dick measuring contest, oh. and uh, I thought that we could we could spend ninety eight million dollars <laughs> again, again, on seven other movies, on seven other movies. I uh, I've been after the festival. I've been kind of crashing and watching just like zone out movies. Oh, hit me with it. What's your zone out? I watched I watched, <laughs> watched Shazam. Which I can't tell you anything that happened in that movie. I was wait. So, what's Shazam? It's like There's Shazam a, with Shaq. No. Oh no. That's oh oh. That's Kazam. Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bunch of. Oh uh, my god! I would so watch Kazam. Again. I watched all the Azam movies. Uh, yeah. Shazam. Oh, Shazam was the the superhero movie. Yeah, with the John was something it? or other. Yes. I don't recall much about it. I, I think it was fine. I think I was barely paying attention. Did watch John Wick three, and um, I haven't seen. Any I know people. Are John Wick me. movies are so much fun. That's what everyone says too, and I, I I like I feel like I just didn't see them all ending in the theater, and then none of them are like on streaming. So services, much shooting, so. so much shooting. But he does it. Uh, he has a very stylistic way of shooting. Throws the bullets. Oh, um, cool. It's really entertaining. And the third one seems like the whole movie is just a transition to a fourth movie. Oh sure, because it takes place right after the second one ends. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they're like, oh, we're going to get revenge on something. So it's essentially yeah. a gateway film to a fourth. But it's still very entertaining. There's always a cute dog in it. Keanu Reeves has just gone from punchline to, yeah, uh, you know, sage wisdom hero <laughs> yeah. that everyone loves. I know. I will tell you, I made a, I made that journey from hating, hating him for a long time. Yeah. Thinking, oh, he's fine in what he's doing. And then he started doing, like, period films and, like, where he had to not be Californians from the 90s. Right. He's gone from, like, and then when being he did that, stoner made, stupid yeah. to being, like, sage smart. Well, no, there was a middle section where he tried to go serious, but he went too far. 
Yeah. Way before that. Okay. Did Walk Among the Clouds where he had to play somebody who was not from the 90s and not from California. Sure. He was in a Shakespeare adaptation. Who did that? Who's wow. Who made that decision? Shakespeare. That was, that was abysmal. It was so embarrassing. So uh, that's when I started to hate him. And then, yeah, he kind of came back and he's like, oh, he's a he's a kind person. And uh, now he's like in his lane right where he needs to be. All right. So, yeah, I'm back on board. Figure it out. Kirsten, who I work with, uh, she'll be upset when I talk about him negatively, but then happy again when I talk about him positively. Right on. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Yeah, enjoy. Knives out. Knives out, thighs out. Knives out, thighs out. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Okay. Cinnabuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. There he is. I see him right now. Um, uh, we also get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Oh, wow. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. He's also known by many names. One is the Newski. We also get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Thank you, everybody. Also from our members at 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, Milwaukee Film. Mambras. And French. Uh, at French the end here, we always like to thank the like, one and only. Important. Who would be an important person to thank right now? Christopher Pollard. <gasps> thank you. Always oh, for everything you that are, you do. You no, know, you're welcome. Um, you One can day I'll to, thank you, but it's not today. <laughs> it's not today. <laughs> you can listen to <laughs> us anywhere you listen to Cinebuds. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. True. Also, where you listen to Cinebuds. Okay. Same. All, that's the same. It. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>